Welcome everyone to our brand new podcast that doesn't have a name yet because we want to let you decide what it is. I'm back. We are back technically <laughs> new but old but new new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess this first episode we're going to talk about who we are, where we came from and Kind of like give a brief recap for the old listeners of our old podcast of Firelane Podcast. Mm-hmm. That is why my wife is back. Because even though I've been in podcasts with the work that I do, my wife hasn't. And it's been since when? Before the pandemic? No. During the pandemic? Mm-hmm. During, yeah. Since our last while. baby. <laughs> We've had an entire new baby since the last time. But we're going to give a brief recap for for those old listeners who have listened to our podcast before, who know who we are, but also for the new ones who who are going to come in and find out who we are, I guess, in a sense. Yeah. Are you ready? I am ready. (laughs) So my name is Moises. This is my beautiful wife, Brenda. There's a baby off screen because she's a (laughs) newborn. She's barely three months old. And I'm a mental strength coach for men. So we want to talk about what led us to start the podcast again, not only together again, but also at all in the first place. Mm -hmm. And where do you want to start? Do I start with where I started? And then how you kind of... Do you want to talk about why we stopped the other podcast or no? We stopped it because... I don't know. Why, why do we stop? <laughs> because I feel like we're not, well, obviously, like, not the same people. Mm-hmm. We're not completely different, but we're a lot better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Than, than when we did that podcast, which was for, what, like, two years? No. About a year and a half, because it was 2019. Mm. So, if you guys want to know we were back then listen to those old episodes it's <laughs> called Firelane podcast if you're in youtube you're going to be able to find them because i'm a post i'm posting these in the same youtube mm. but if you're in spotify or apple podcast or whatever just look for Firelane podcast and you'll find out who we are who we were before yeah like <laughs> in the beginning there's like no video it's just audio we did all kinds of things yep it was a little chaotic but we stopped it because it was hard. We had we had moved out very far from family compared to how we used to live around the corner. And <clears throat> excuse me. And I had my job that I was stressing over a lot. And we had a newborn <laughs> at the mm-hmm. time. At the time, yeah. And we were still going through the pandemic too, so we were like I don't even know how we're going to do it to be able to record in the first place. So we stopped that. And we pod- had really bad internet, remember? Oh yeah, very <laughs> extreme bad internet. Bad. Like, yeah, bad. Like, was it better than landline? No, it was kind of like the same landline internet. Yeah, it seemed like that. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So there was several factors that to why we stopped it, um, and we just got focused on well, me on my job, right? 
and you and the kids and homeschooling them. So we just got very busy. And that was with three kids. Now we have four and we're still recording. We found a way to make it happen. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it, we just felt that it was important to just keep doing it. Because you did... You're like, okay, well, I'm going to do it by myself. But mm -hmm. then I think we kind of came to the realization that we work better together. Yeah. I, on everything. Yeah. I work better with other people. I mean, like... Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I work good with you. I just no, meant like... No, you work like, great with me. Yeah, I work great with you. You, you work good with other people. <laughs> Let's make that clear. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I did like three, four episodes of a podcast on my own and I just didn't feel it. Yeah. I felt very lost and I was just blabbering about for 30 minutes mm -hmm. just on my own. I'm like, uh, this, this, if I don't feel connected to it, I could imagine the crowd or the audience feels less connected to it as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to do something by yourself. Yeah, that's why when whenever I did lives with people, with other people, or I was a guest in other podcasts, I was like natural flowing and just being myself. In your element. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the reason why we stopped the other podcast. And it's been a wild journey, a very enlightening journey, transformational journey, whatever healing journey, whatever you want to call it, it it's just the people who we were back then is, I don't, I don't even know how to describe. <laughs> I think the best way that I can describe it is lost. We were lost. Yeah, I mean, I just, I feel like every single, you know, phase that we've gone through, mm -hmm. like we're doing, we're good. And then like we figure out, okay, <laughs> we can yeah. be way better. Yep. And then again, we think we're good and like, okay, maybe we're not so good. <laughs> yeah. We thought we were in a good place, yeah. quote unquote. And what I mean by that is I was working the job that I was working five years so hard to get. And I was stressed out of my mind. Mm -hmm. It was the most stressful job I ever had. And it had to do with leadership, which technically that's where I'm in right now, leading other men. But this was at a whole other level of stress. And, I mean, you were doing the homeschooling thing. And, again, we were still raising a, a newborn. And I lasted, what, 15? No, not 15. Five months in it. Because mm -hmm. I just couldn't take it. Yeah, like in such a short amount of time, you, I don't know, like it was just like, it went from like, okay, to like down the hill. Yeah. Like the first two months, I was like, man, this is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Like, I think everybody feels that way at the beginning of their, their job, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't think like anybody's ever going to understand how you felt. As you continued. Yeah. And just to give people context, I'm not the type of guy to quit anything. Yeah. Like we lasted in a business that didn't give us much in return financially for six years. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
that's how much that's how committed I am to things. So to say that I made the decision to quit this job can just like and I, I mean and I just like we both felt I, <laughs> I felt like you're just not that type of person. What? The job type of person. <laughs> like you're a great employee, mm-hmm. right? Like you go above and beyond. But you have so much more to give and you're willing to give it. But people kind of like. Put a put, cap on me. Yeah. Hmm. And it's like, that's not who you are. Like mm-hmm. you love to serve no matter what. Yeah. And when somebody puts that cap, you're like, okay, I don't feel myself. But it wasn't just putting a cap on me because that's the reason I quit my first, I guess, job in a way. Um, it was them pushing that cap and like <laughs> putting pressure on top of it. Yeah. That I was like, you know what? You're already limiting me and my ability to lead. And you're putting all these things on top that are very unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And what really made me quit was how it affected our relationship. Mm-hmm. How it affected me personally. Because I was at my heaviest. I weighed like 230, I think, during that time. Really? Yeah. I still saw you super sexy. <laughs> I didn't notice. Yeah, you did. Did I? Yeah, you did. I don't remember. Um, I was at my heaviest. The relationship with our kids was... Well, my relationship to the kids was non-existent because mm-hmm. i was stressed out of my mind i clocked out and i was still thinking about work um i would wake up straight to stress and because i was in a leadership position i had to take care of not only the team that i was leading but also make sure that whoever was leading me got what they needed from me so i was like trying to serve two people at the same time mm-hmm. on top of everything else yeah so it just boiled up to a point where i just couldn't take it i thought we needed a vacation so we went to disney world (laughs) (laughs) i was the unhappiest person in the happiest place on earth because i was still stressed like imagine how many people go to those places and thinking oh like i'm gonna get to relax and you know come back and everything's gonna be okay but it's just Mm -hmm. it makes it worse yeah, I came back to more stress. Yeah. Like me being gone for five days added more stress to work. Mm-hmm. And I think I only lasted a month after a month a month after we came back from vacation and I talked to you about it and I told you what I did. I started praying. I tried working out, like all these things to relieve these these this stress that I was feeling and nothing was working. And I just told you, like, I'm just going to quit. <laughs> yeah. But aren't you happy that I did now mm-hmm. that we are where we are? Yeah. Yeah, like, everything is so much better. Everything, I, I feel like all of that heaviness mm-hmm. in the air, in the energy of our home, like, it's gone. You know, it's not like that anymore. Yeah. It's not like 
It's not like waking up to, you know, you feeling that way. Because you can feel it. You could feel it when you were feeling like that. You could feel it in the house. You felt ignored because I was focused on my job, which didn't help. Mm-hmm. Even though we were we were making good enough money to go to Disney World and do all these things that we always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. It was costing me my mental health, our relationship, my physical health. Mm-hmm. and like everything like that was that i was i think that's where i hit rock bottom yeah where i thought i was gonna go up i was coming down very hard and i just knew something I had to give so i quit i had no idea what i was gonna do i threw ideas at you and we rolled with them <laughs> And I think I started doing videos, which they were good for the time. But then as I started learning and growing, that's when I started really facing the thing that was troubling me for decades. Mm-hmm. For two decades, probably. <laughs> which were my demons. Yeah. And lo and behold, even though we've been going to a bunch of conferences, going to a bunch of seminars reading a bunch of books, having coaching and mentorship. All those those things didn't help me deal with my demons. And it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, we were always told, you know, you have demons, demons, demons. But mm-hmm. I don't think we ever really understood what they were. Mm-hmm. And nobody was really willing to help us understand either. Yeah. I mean, which is not their fault because they didn't know how to deal with yeah. their own demons. So how can they help someone else if they don't they even help? They didn't even help themselves. Mm-hmm. But lo and behold, I faced my demons, all of them, and I learned to deal with them. And it was here being by myself without people influencing. Like mm-hmm. I chose the path that I was taking. And because of that growth, some people who saw, some people who wanted to keep us at the place that we were at, because we were no longer those people for them, they lost touch. Mm -hmm. We lost relationship. Right? Which happens because when you're growing, like if, if you're trying to get out of the ghetto and you want to go into the riches, whatever, mm-hmm. then you're going to have to let go of the ghetto mm-hmm. and everybody who's involved in the ghetto. So you can go ahead and get to the point where you want to be. And uh, it wasn't intentional. It was just like it just happened. It's it's a natural part of growth that if you are committed to growing yourself and you're committed to to becoming the best man that you can be and not letting your ego get in the way of that, or, I, I don't know. I, at least for me, it was the people-pleasing side that I didn't let it in the way, which, again, kind of goes back to ego. That's why I was like, you know what? Okay, fine. Like, I'm going to go ahead and go this way because I tried that way, and it led me to this moment right here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you were going to keep going. <laughs> what? It's your turn to speak. Oh. That's how podcasting works. <laughs> Well, I, 
I'm sorry, it's been a minute. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I would like to ask you a question about that. About what? About, um, I guess the best way that I can put it is what made you, or at what point, because I know that when I quit my job, you were skeptical. And even a month after, and even like two or three months after. Mm-hmm. I was skeptical of what? Of like, okay, how are we going to do this? Mm-hmm. Right? What point made you realize, okay, this guy is onto something? And I need to not get in the way and trust, in a sense. Well, <laughs> maybe it wasn't that I was skeptical. I don't think I was skeptical. It was just... Or worried. Yeah, it yeah. was that, that my whole life I've had to worry about surviving. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was afraid of. Like, mm-hmm. okay, not knowing, okay, how are we going to do this? Because I've always known that you're meant for something big. I've always told you that. Mm-hmm. Right? So it it was just that, like, I didn't know. It was like, how the heck are we going to make, like, figure this out? You know, we have so much going on. Homeschooling the kids is not easy. It's not an easy easy job to do especially when you have a teenager and then you have little ones and you know like it's a big deal so to me it was like okay how are we gonna do this mm-hmm. um how i was a little afraid of maybe like putting you out to the world mm. Because I didn't, like, I'm a protector. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, I need to protect my husband from people. So I didn't want anybody to, you know, come for you or, you know, because there's, like, there's mean people out there. There's Mm -hmm. bad people out there. But I've never been afraid to take a risk. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'm very, um, low maintenance (laughs) in the sense where, like, I don't need much, Mm -hmm. right? Like, to be happy. I don't need jewelry. I don't need purses. I don't need, like, shoes. I don't need to be go do my nails. Like, so I don't think I need a lot. All I need is, like, time with you. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? So, you saying, like, this is what I want to do. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Like, how are we going to make this happen? Like, we're starting from the bottom. We have no help. We're doing it on our own. I have no idea, like, what we're doing. I don't even know if you have an idea what you're doing. So, I'm like, you're crazy, but okay. I'm going (laughs) to go with it. Because I've always known that if you don't do what you want to do, you'll end up regretting things, Hmm. right? So I've never wanted to be like years pass and we 
we're like, I mean, what could have happened if you did start this? Mm-hmm. How would our life be? Because I know how our life would have been if you continued in that job. Yeah, I was thinking about this. Uh, I was thinking about that on the way back home. Like, man, how would how we're about to do a podcast? What if I had not quit my job and gone through the journey that I went through? Like, we both know how that would have ended up. Stressed. <laughs> Me, 300 pounds. Yeah. And not another kid for sure. <laughs> Probably. Like, stressed. I mean, angry. Probably the kids back in public school. Mm-hmm. You know, like, struggling. Not enjoying the little moments. Watching TV all day. It would have become a another st- statistic mm-hmm. maybe i would have worked somewhere mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it would have been the life that we have for many years not wanting to have yep you know like the life that we don't want that for sure i know that would have happened yeah so i was like okay like i don't want that so let's try this see how that goes (laughs) and then i mean obviously like you know in prayer and believing in god Mm -hmm. like me being like okay god this is he's all yours yeah and it was uh Mm -hmm. it was interesting because it was a journey where I got to truly know who I am mm-hmm. and what I'm made of and what I'm capable of doing and why. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, single or married or whatever they may be, a lot of people go through life just listening to the world to tell them what, who they mm-hmm. are and what, what to do. And a lot of them don't listen to themselves. They don't take the time to, like, okay, who the heck am I? Mm-hmm. And... To me, it's like, if you don't know who you are, then are you truly living? Are you truly living the life that you were made to be, that you were created to be, that you were meant to follow? If you don't know who you are. Yeah. Because if not, then you're just living somebody else's life. Yeah. And, of course, I stumbled upon that journey because I wasn't intentional. My whole thing was, I need to get better. Mm Mm-hmm. So I need to get physically better. I need to get mentally better. Through that, it led me to like, okay, I need to get spiritually stronger and better and also emotionally. And the ways that I, at least the avenues that I went through that I now coach men on are not taught at a mass scale. Mm -hmm. And I mean, right right now, healing journeys and, and talking about traumas and being vulnerable and open is very trendy but within that trendiness a lot of the good and core things that truly need to happen or that people need to do to truly have a transformational change get lost it's like they hear it here and they're like okay well okay awesome cool maybe that's why i'm angry so much Mm -hmm. but then they point it out they just become aware of it and that's it And they blame that thing like, oh, it's because of my dad left me when I was four Mm -hmm. years old. 
<laughs> oh, it's because my boyfriend broke up with me. Oh, it's because this person did this to me. That's why I'm this way. And there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. And to me, it's like, no, like, now that you found the source, go ahead and deal with it. Because it's something that you haven't dealt with. So that was the trajectory that I took to face my demons. So can I ask you how... What made you like... Or how... What am I trying to ask? <laughs> Question. <laughs> like, you know, because you said you started working out and, you know, deal with my mental health. So how did you know to take those steps into being better? Because, like, I do remember that you... After you read that book, you were like, okay, I'm going to start waking up and mm-hmm. start working out. Mm-hmm. And that's where you started, right? Because mm-hmm. you didn't start with, like, being mentally better. Mm-hmm. You started with what you knew, which was working out. Because back then, when we first met, you were working out, and that made you feel good. Mm-hmm. So you started with what you knew, but what made you realize, okay, I need to go ahead and do mental health now? I don't think I ever became aware of, like, okay, I need to deal with my mental health, with my emotions. Mm-hmm. All I knew is, like, I need to start thinking better. Because mm-hmm. to me, it was like, it's always throughout our years in personal development it's always been like you need to control your mind you need to overcome your mind all those things Mm -hmm. um so i went straight to that back again which is listening to podcasts listening to um to audiobooks reading books i just i did i didn't know the steps Mm -hmm. (laughs) i very much stumbled upon them it started with the working out because that's what I knew. That's what I knew. Like, okay, working out. I felt confident when I was working out. I felt good about myself. Mm-hmm. I started thinking better about myself and all these things. Um, but whenever it didn't work out, I felt like crap. Yeah. When I stopped working out, I felt even more like crap. So I went down the spiral again. Um, so I started working out. I started reading books. I wanted to sustain all of that much as possible but in through that learning i stumbled upon certain tools and practices that i now teach men to help me get to know myself at a deep level not at a not at a surface level of like okay i like working out because i feel confident Mm -hmm. at a deep level of as to like okay why do i need to work out to feel confident why can't I eat a pizza and still feel as confident? Mm-hmm. And I went down that rabbit hole that no book is going to be able to help people with except yourself. You are the book and you're the one that has to go deep dive into everything that shaped you to become the man that you were created to be. From your first memory and as much as you can remember that impacted you in a good and a bad way. So that you can find out who you truly are and find out what made you the way that you don't want to be and own all of it. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I was never taught. Even through the years of personal development books, because it was just like, okay, you need to have a successful mindset. You need to be positive all the time. There's negative stuff, burn it all away, forget about it and just think positive. 
And that's where the term toxic positivity comes into play, where like you're just thinking positive that you don't have, you don't even give time to address the negative that is going on. Yeah. And a lot of people say that ignorance is bliss, but it's truly not because if you ignore a problem, doesn't mean that it's not there and that it's not affecting you. So that's where I really came to, to I guess, my senses in a way into getting in touch with who I truly am and what I'm meant to do that led to everything that I've done so far up until this moment and will continue to lead me on and on and on into the future. Mm -hmm. But I hope that answered your question. (laughs) It didn't, but... (laughs) Because I do want, like, I want to... I mean, obviously you're not... I don't think you'll remember, like, specific, but... Like you said, I felt whenever I didn't work out, I felt bad, right? Mm-hmm. About myself. So then did that trigger like, okay, well, mentally I'm not thinking right even when I don't work out. Mm-hmm. Or was it a podcast that you listened to or a book that you read that was like, okay, like working out is good, but that's not going to help you. Excuse me, man. We're on a podcast here. Um. You were asking me what triggered that thought or something along those lines of needing to get mentally better. Yeah, so um, was it a podcast? Was it a book? Like what, if you can remember, what was it that triggered you to start working on your mental health? I just stumbled upon it. But how? Just listening to podcasts. I listened... To a bunch of podcasts. That's what I was looking for. Oh, okay. Like, you remember, like, this headphones were <laughs> from the moment I woke up to the moment I went to bed. Just podcasts. Like, a but, bunch. Yeah, but it wasn't just, like, um, you know, anything podcast. Like, mm-hmm. it was all about... No, it was anything. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Like, what kind of podcast? Like, I would go into deep rabbit holes sometimes. Like, it when I started listening to podcasts, it was just for fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted to hear fun conversations. Mm-hmm. But then that led to, like, okay, well, maybe more positive mindset. Mm-hmm. But then that led to, I mean, they have several guests. So, um, so this show had a guest where he was... At least the way that I interpret it in my end is like, hey, maybe the things that you've learned so far through personal development haven't stuck around in your life because of all the or the baggage that you're still holding on to. Mm-hmm. Meaning all that confidence books that you already read and all the tactics that you've read to be more confident, they haven't stuck around because you haven't let go of the baggage that is making you not feel confident. Yeah. And learn to let go. So that led to other rabbit holes like, okay, well, maybe there's like the, the term now that's being thrown around is traumas or conditioning or certain beliefs that you grew up with. Like all these things that formed you into the person that you are today came from somewhere. And if it doesn't get addressed, you will, all those things will continue to affect you. Mm-hmm. And that's where I guess I was like, okay, well. I think I need to look into all these things because for so long I thought they never affected me. So it flipped a switch. Yeah. To me, it's like, oh, crazy. 
what if growing up without a father is still affecting me to this day mm-hmm. and again that's when i went down the rabbit hole of like okay well how did it affect me because for a long time you thought it didn't no i thought it was like i'm not my dad I, yeah I'm, I'm still married to you we have three beautiful kids at the time yeah i'm working so i'm not like my dad who wasn't working once whatever happened back then so to me i was like that means i was never affected and it's not mm-hmm. affecting me yeah but it did affect me it affected me a lot mm-hmm. and because of that and because i didn't know that i was holding on to those things and i didn't know how to let them go properly they still came out but in very unhealthy ways mm. and it came out on how I parented and how I was a husband and Mm -hmm. how I did business and how I did my job and how I viewed myself. Like it bled everywhere. And I knew that I had to do something about it because if nothing changes, nothing changes. Yeah. I could have gone to the next job and it would have been the same case of like the same cycle. I could have started another business, but it would still been the same cycle. Like, you could have continued being that positive, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm always positive, no matter what. Yeah. Person. Everything, life is always going great. (laughs) Life is great. Life is great. Even when it's not. Yeah. And how do you think that would affect you more? Pretending that life is going great. That's what they call suppressing your emotions suppressing all those things that you know are the truth but you just don't want to face them mm-hmm. because the, the the type of mindset that we were taught is like whatever you give attention to will breed mm-hmm. more so to us it was like okay we don't want to pay we don't want to pay attention to negative stuff because we don't want more negativity mm-hmm But what I learned is like, no, you need to pay attention to the negativity because when you don't pay attention to it, that's when it spreads. Mm -hmm. What's the famous line about the devil? That the greatest thing that he ever did is convince the world that he never existed. Mm. So he's behind the lines like, oh, don't like I'm not here. I'm not real. But he's still doing his work. Mm -hmm. That's because we still grow even when you don't see them. It's when you see them, you pay attention to them, you pluck them out from the root and plant a good seed and water it. That's when you have transformational change. Mm. And it can no longer affect you. It can because it's still part of your past. But that's what I meant by continue watering that new seed. Yeah, but what I mean is like you at least know how to handle that. Yeah. You're no longer like, oh, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Yeah. You're like, okay, it's not fine. Let me handle it. Mm-hmm. Because that continues to happen no matter what, right? Like, yeah. Life always continues to happen. That's why they say that healing journey, a healing journey is a never-ending journey. Not only because your past will always be part of you, but because life will always happen to you. Mm-hmm. You're going to lose people. You're going to go through all these hardships that you need to learn to heal from so that they don't hold you back. Yeah. And having their own, I guess, tools and practices in order for you to do that is a great start so that 
you can continue moving forward in life. I agree. I'm pretty deep on the first one. <laughs> and this is just the beginning. <laughs> I mean, I think it's it's important. Yeah. This is the reason why we're doing this podcast, even with a little baby and, you know, like... We're not letting anything stop us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Because she wants to be part of daddy's <clears throat> podcast. That's our baby girl. Say hi. See, I'm going to see this in five years and be like, that was <laughs> me? I'm famous? But I think we'll end this episode here. Mm -hmm. And then we'll continue on in the next one. I think one. it's a good spot. Are you excited? Yeah. I'm looking forward to all the podcasts that we're going to record. Like, we're going to go deep and we're going to... I'm just excited to see how much we're able to help people. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's always been you. Mm -hmm. You just want to help. Mm -hmm. You just want to help anyone yeah. who's willing to take the help. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me back. <laughs> thank you for coming back. Having us back. She's not going to be here for long. Huh? You're going to start going with grandma? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But we'll see you on the next podcast. <laughs>